0: Hello everybody, thanks for checking out this Sunday live show.
1: So t- today I'm gonna to talk about a
0: few uh different different things um going on. Um I was really um very interested in and in some of the uh concepts that um that Martino uh,
1: shared um, in some of his books and some of his talks and things. And um,
0: as you probably know, he um, passed away, I think, almost two weeks ago. And, um, but um, he has, uh, of course, quite a, a legacy to share um,
1: through his. Um, his playing and um, also teaching.
0: He he had quite a few videos out and uh, books and things. So one thing that I find uh, really interesting um, is this idea of the. Uh, weird. Looks like the uh, YouTube Live just just went live, I think. Well, I'm sorry about that. But um, so some things I've been talking about here. Um, pretty sure I hit the live button, but I don't know.
1: Um, some of the symmetrical shapes, um, I think I talked about that a little bit
0: last. Weak um, we'll start with some of these augmented shapes. so if
1: we if we play augmented, kind of divide the octave up evenly by three, so so you can kind of go through and change one of those notes. Up with a, a different type of triad. So I think we talked a, a little bit about that uh, last time.
2: So that's something you kind of
1: explore. It's really, really sort of interesting, you know, to think about. Take a note. One of the three notes, let's say of three notes. Take one of the notes and take it down a half step. So let's go back to the augmented triad. Um, take one of the notes. Um, and um, so we went down so we could head up. We get a minor triad. So. Uh we take that perspective of
0: the arpeggio. And um or you could take the perspective of of,
1: um your take the approach of using a chord,
0: which I think is what we did last time. So we get some other kind of cool
1: things too by um, uh, looking at four notes that are minor third apart.
0: can do what can do there
1: so these are really closely related to um, to uh, down the sevenths so notice that um, along came Betty there's there's um, a part there um, we have F7 but the melody we have
0: this uh, diminished arpeggio. Let me see if I can bring up the tune here and talk about that part here a little bit. All right, So we have F7, and then the melody goes
1: like this, a little chromatic passage, and then it's it's going to get to this Flat third of the A minor seven, but you can see get a diminished seventh kind of arpeggio, you might say. So what happens there is you get flat seven, flat nine, three, five, and
0: then back to the flat seven.
1: So there's an example, right? Right, kind of in the me- in the melody, um, sort of the power of that. Um, you know, so you could take um, this as as kind of a a study and say, okay, well, I'll play maybe even from F seven, play one octave arpeggio on F seven, then play. G flat or more like he's doing it in the melody anyway um, from the flat seven or you could practice it you know the contrast of f7 from the from the so that would be third inversion.
0: Just kind of compare compare all that So I apologize about the late start.
1: Um, I know I hit start live stream right at three and then here on
0: YouTube and came back to the page and was still I'm glad I checked um, and it said. It was just starting to go live. Though. So there's a location, especially on dominant chords, where
1: you could, we could play diminished seven, and then you can think think about anything that's a minor third away. F seven, D seven, and think about that same. Diminished seventh arpeggio, switch my screen again and apply it to the D seven. Same thing with D seven. So here you might. Might try uh, first inversion, and then think about you know this uh, B seven. Thing about it. So uh, let's say, say a flat seven, or G sharp seven. So what if we start on
2: the fifth?
0: So notice on each one of these, I'm just changing your one note. So it's really kind of a cool thing, you know, if you even um, if you uh, take a
1: look at um, the dominant sevenths, so that's a that's a real practical way to use those uh, diminished sevens, even, you know, outside of a diminished seven chord. So, you know, of course, um, you know, if you're playing. Chord A diminished seven. Same concept. C seven or C diminished seven, rather.
0: E um, flat.
2: G flat.
1: So a lot of interesting applications, and then um, uh, half diminished kind of of chords. So here's sort of the concept. Um, So if you remember, we had this E flat diminished. We're kind of taking that few notes of that melody from Along Came Betty, and
2: um,
1: just kind of using that source material, I guess. Um, so let's say... Say we, instead of going down a half step, we go up a half step, right? So then we play um, from... from there, so... So we get A half-diminished
2: and um, second version.
1: can go through that whole, you know, same process on on these other, um, C half, half diminished, E flat half diminished, a G
2: I should go up to here. So.
0: so it's this note versus this note, right?
1: One thing that's kind of interesting about that too is that uh, let's say you're working through some changes from this tune. A flat have A half diminished going to the d 7 flat 9 So that's a chord change that uh, comes up a lot in other tunes too, but at some point in this year, we play from there to there. So what if you say, OK, we play, play the half diminished. And then drop this note. So you get A fully diminished. And let's say you decide to play that over this. So you get the nice voice leading of that chord change. See so we got half diminished to diminished.
0: Uh, a resolution there to um to that so that's a pretty interesting um kind of, kind of phenomenon there all right so um i'll talk a little bit
1: about um so we had an alone together a couple of alone together videos um and uh, so I, I released a video later this week. I think it was about um, Wednesday or Thursday, and um, the video has been doing really great. So I think folks are getting a lot of um, a lot of good use out of that. So that's really uh, really cool to see. And I've been getting a good amount of positive
0: feedback on the uh, play long. Type videos, Um, so that seems to
1: be doing pretty well as well. Um, Having it start out slow and having folks kind of move, move gradually.
2: Mm
0: so maybe i'll improvise a little bit with uh on along came betty um it's actually that's how i
1: started out the show today but um, i think i got cut off a little bit so
0: i'll play around with that a little bit So um this week I well this past week we looked at a um, um,
1: Jimmy Rainey solo or I looked at a Jimmy Rainey solo and uh,
0: um, did some analysis on that and um, and uh, did some did some talks and the uh, uh, with um, students and uh, some of the online classes that I'm doing and um, that was really
1: really instructive really interesting um, it's 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 really great to transcribe and to analyze transcriptions um, as part of your um, playing
0: um, and it, it kind of can help um, you give you a little extra confidence um in what you're doing so
1: if you find a line that um maybe is similar to to something that you've done or um, or if you say oh I've you know I've chosen that that type of note before on that particular chord and um and then the kind of the other way around is just saying okay well there's um um such and such player is doing this on this particular change. Let me see if I can work that in to my playing as well. so this is another
0: kind of approach that you can um that you can take as well um so I found a bit of a um transcription on um uh Pep Martino's
1: playing. So, I think I'm going to
0: talk about that a little bit um, in this coming week as well.
1: So, a couple changes in this tune along came Betty, um, and I've done some videos on this, I think. Um, so, a couple changes to maybe think about. You know, to think about, let's see, F major seven going to A7. So, that's a little bit of a. Or change to try to get familiar with. So what I, I like to do is compare and contrast two two particular chords,
0: and um, think about it as a you know a chord change. Um, so I might go four
1: notes and play between the two. So I might think, okay, F,
2: A7, F,
1: A7, F, A7. And just kind of get it going back and forth,
0: and you know, when you're on the instrument, think about um, the proximity of
1: one chord to the next. So, you know, like here, you might say, okay, well, if I play F and I play. To that tone maybe my next tone will be c sharp so try to create a line out of it or and then maybe try to connect it uh to the next thing but add some other rhythms to it or change the notes around so and there's an opportunity to work on the augmented triad So you know, maybe even just other um, other chords too. You know, when it comes to the dominant sevenths, um, there's really a lot to explore there. You know, let's say, say. Uh, Let's say we take four chords. I think one chord I played a little earlier was on the G7. Ah, uh, what is that? That's an E major triad compare that with some diminished things too so you say let's say you had this um, sort of sound in mind over G add this tone so you get this sort of major triad let's check all that out so And things with, with those kind of tying this back into those dominant
0: sevens and things.
1: So let's say we're thinking about the G7.
0: Um, so we can use kind of use the same shape.
1: So one thing I recommend doing is try trying um try to identify how each tone relates to to a
0: to a bass note. making some alterations to it and everything.
2: Thank mm-hmm. you.
1: so playing around there a little bit with um alone together and um i was as i was going through it was, was kind of see if we could find some opportunities to to um work in some of those um diminished kinds of things so when it, i think at some point it got to g minor and um See if played
2: G diminished,
1: and then maybe try to change one of the other tones, make it a little closer to G minor. Or um,
0: let's say G minor uh, six. There for a moment.
1: So we're kind of comparing, you know, G diminished, uh, G minor six.
2: seven
1: um i think the on the first chorus i played kind of a
2: you
1: might call it kind of a i want to use the word wacky but it's kind of a
2: it's kind of cool though
1: but um play something like that so you get like a sharp nine major, the chord goes, goes major. So, um, but otherwise, you know, it's the tune is in D minor. So, so that's kind of a cool sound. You
2: You
1: can work that into kind of a Lydian sort of sound. Um, that's kind of a cool thing. Now, another another kind of neat thing that happens sometimes on um, some changes—not this particular change, but I think of a change of um, tune like Corcovado. I think there's a moment where you know, it kind of goes from a F diminished to F major seven. So that's something where you know, having practiced something like this,
0: comparing a lot of these chords is really um uh pretty helpful. And um, um so researching the live stream from last week, um And just doing a little extra, um, you know, thinking about,
1: uh, Pat Martino and just kind of some of the concepts that I've heard from him, read from him.
0: Um, you know, it, it seems a little, you might think, um, maybe too theoretical, or I I don't know. I don't don't think it is, but but
1: I think some folks might have that perspective, I don't know, but um, there's a lot of practical uh, application to um, thinking about these symmetrical kinds of shapes, whether it's an augmented triad or um, the diminished seven arpeggio, you know, when you think about it as, as relating, especially to dominant sevenths and sort of gives you a little, um, little movement or segue into keys that are not so closely, uh, related. Um, you know, if you, if you take a look at tune, um, uh, one of the viewers last week was asking me about, um, Giant steps, you know, so you take a look at the key centers of that, Um, those tones are, they form an augmented triad,
0: right, and then the diminished, um, that kind of thing, you know,
1: Thing that goes, you know, dominant seventh, like a D7 flat nine to G minor or whatever it happens to be. So that is great use of that diminished seven, and then
2: you can combine the two.
1: You get sort of this uh,
0: pentatonic scale, um, so it's like the dominant pentatonic, but it's um, has a lowered
1: nine. Um, so that's pretty um, pretty cool. And then just another thing about this tune, a lot of the melody um, falls on a lot of the me- a lot of melody notes from this tune. Along came Betty. Um, on the nine so that's another kind of interesting thing so this is a B flat minor seven we get the nine up here
0: B uh, minor seven get the nine up there So that's another thing that you could you could tie this all into
1: is the idea of maybe taking some of those and maybe taking the arpeggio of B flat minor and see if you can incorporate the 9 Sort of a pentatonic scale in, in a way it's not it's not like the major pentatonic or the minor pentatonic, so it's, it's a little bit different and we have some um, half steps and so but it still it does have got that open feeling to it. Um, also major ten chords. Uh, I could do something kind of similar there. Think about
0: the the A major 9. So then you can
1: relate that and say, well, how is that different from a major pentatonic? Also has the nine, right? So it, it's kind of like having the seven rather than the six. So that's kind of a cool relationship there. Um, and then similar, you know, similarly, um, well, B minor. We had B minor earlier. So that's another spot you might work that out. So they might say, okay,
2: let me compare that
1: to the minor pentatonic, which I think folks know pretty well. So it's kind of like we're playing the nine rather than
0: the 11. So Those are some
1: you know as far as just the content of what of what you're doing, um
0: that can be kind of a cool cool approach or neat thing to kind of check out All right, everybody. um a little bit of a quiet day
1: looks like today. um hope everything's okay with the stream. seems um, to be all right, but uh,
2: Thank you.
0: so I'm gonna hang out here for probably five minutes or so and uh, let me know if you have any questions any
1: tunes uh, you're working on Um, another kind of cool thing I was thinking about sharing and I'm not sure how this is going to work out auditory wise but um, so I've been playing around with notes
2: um,
1: play around with with those um, Can hear the bass note coming through here, but. That's a something I'm playing around with a little bit this morning. Um, so that's with the synth uh, sort of thing. So I
0: was playing around with the preset and adjusting um, preset a little bit. Um,
1: I'll try and turn off the magnetic pickup for a second. Um so let me
0: play around with that for a second, show you if in case folks are interested. So see if I can So this is gonna be all magnetic pickup. See if I can play around with this a little bit.
1: it has a lot of potential uh you know um kind of running some
2: uh,
0: I think it has has a good amount of potential to um, do some interesting uh, things. So I think that's kind of cool. Bring back the magnetic pickup there.
1: all right well i hope everybody's having uh fun with guitar this week and uh and all that and some of the tunes and things so leave a comment if you're um,
0: interested in any particular tunes or let me know what you're working on um, and
1: then um, also if you're really into kind of digging in uh, deeper into some of these things um, check out the member area there's a link in the description below for that um and uh got a pretty
2: um, good amount of
1: material coming out
2: per week i need
1: to update the welcome video on that Thanks so much for watching, and this will be available for replay. Hope you enjoy the talk today. Hope it helped you out with um, your tips and um, maybe some things that might inspire some um, practice. Uh, it's kind of the main thing about this uh,
0: channel is is about um, getting right into it and uh, practicing, and also having fun. All right, everybody, I will see you all in the next one.